Garbage of the Five Rings, a podcast that we're recording in a room with three other people, uh, which is three more than there usually are. Uh, Today, we are making a yearbook for the Clan Wars. Um, We have entitled this panel uh, Rokugan Class of 1128. Yes. Um, We have some card art. We have um, superlatives for everybody. Which is going to make real good radio. It's going to be great. Um, You guys can just imagine the card art. Uh, you've seen it. It's bad. Uh, we picked the worst cards for all of these things. So we're going to stick them up on this board, and then we're going to talk about why we gave everybody these titles. Maybe, uh, slash definitely not, uh, we will put the card art somewhere where you, the listeners, can get it. Uh, there are 28 cards here, dude. Yeah, I'm not saying... I'm saying for sure I'm not going to invest that effort. Okay. But you can go on the Oracle and uh, look it up your damn self. <laughs> you, dear listeners, can do all the work. We've done too much work. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Number one. I'm going to stick them up on our board. Hida Yakumo. Um, He's your favorite. Yeah. No, he's not. I mean... He's your second least list, favorite. I a list of, like... Non-favorites. He's he's at the top, but he is not my most non-favorite. I don't hate him more than other people. Yeah. Um, I think inspired by our shirts that we're wearing today, yes, um, right. which you can you can get on the internet. Um, yes, we the, paid someone can, to design. We paid someone to design. You can be the fourth person to buy one of these shirts. Yeah. Thank you. Thank your wife, James. Yes. Very good. <laughs> um, yeah. So in honor of that, we have decided the superlative for Hideyakumo is. Most handy. Yes, most handy. <laughs> um, he probably did really good in his uh, like tech ed classes. Yeah. Um, he probably can weld or, or something. Shot. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Just build more new arms. Yeah. Um, second, we have the false hoturi. Um, who? Look at I have this. Like I have tiny glue dots. Good for when I edit that later. Um, the false hoturi. Um, after he's been egged. Um, by his ex-girlfriend. It's complicated. It's complicated. Um, as all high school relationships are. <laughs> just needlessly complicated. Um, we have decided that he is the class clown. Yes. Uh, why did we decide that? Uh, because the, the false Hoturi, while impersonating Hoturi, goes out and parties so hard he creates a civil war with Crane. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, is an aggressive amount of party. Yeah. I don't think I've ever... I mean, I, I don't... Have, I've yeah. never caused a war, certainly. Yeah, that's that's like some Louis XIV yeah. debauchery right yeah. there. So it's pretty impressive. We had Hotori himself on here, and then we, we lost him. So. Uh, yeah, he's gone somewhere. I think that he is probably paperclipped to a very important uh, work document, a very important uh, research study that's protocol. Right. That's, that's really good. <laughs> uh, so later when I go to file things, uh, if I find Doji Hoturi mixed in with um, an onco- oncology research protocol, we'll know what happened. There you go. <laughs> um, next up, we have Miramoto Hitomi, who's, uh, I'm a big fan of her. Uh, I, wanna, I want to note that this was one of two versions that I put in the document. The first version was the scary version, and the second version was the sexy version. Uh, this is the version that Amelia picked. Uh, with, and I just want to point out that this, this is the sexy version. <laughs> this is not the scary version, in case yeah. you were confused and wondering which one was which. Um, oh, <laughs> I really like this title. Uh, we have voted her most likely to start a cult. Yes. Uh, I also want to point out that this superlative is not something we made up. This came off of a list that we got off of, uh, what's it called? Um, Pinterest. Yeah. So I'm not sure why Pinterest thinks that you need to be voting your high school classmates most likely to start a cult, but apparently uh, that's a thing. Apparently, it's, yeah, it's a thing that um, people do, which. Uh, mostly you can tell which of these are our bullshit superlatives and which are uh, from the internet, but that one. You know, honestly, that, that one's a gray area. That could have gone another way. Ninety percent of these are from the internet. Oh yeah, no, I mean, there's yeah, there's like not many. You can we... generally tell when we threw a curveball, but that one's that one's a bit weird. Um, hey, it's your BFF Akoto Tatari. Uh, we really blew it. We had a plan to replace his image with a bowl of oatmeal, and we <laughs> we, we fucking blew that one. I uh, don't, we, was that a plan that you had? I don't think you no, told me we, about that plan. We discussed this plan. Did we, we? We very very clearly discussed this plan, and I. 
don't know how to use Photoshop. So I didn't get around. Well, to I could have just not made a card. I could have just like printed out. Of or I could have just like put an image of oatmeal on top of the card when yeah. I printed these off from my Word document. Yeah, Sorry. well, we blew that. Yeah. Um, just so imagine. Use use your imagination, uh, audience. <laughs> yeah, people. <laughs> uh, well. And dear listeners. Yeah. Um, we have unfortunately voted to Turi, like everyone else, most likely to succeed. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to vote him a lot of other things. Yeah, um, there's there's a great many titles that you could really give to Tori, but unfortunately that is the most apropos. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that one, that one. Okay, uh, next up we have Isawa Tadaka. We have picked the art of him um, in his orange jumpsuit. This is my favorite art. I do have an actual copy of this card. Yes. Um, I, I love it so much. Uh, Fashion icon, yeah. Tadaka. Shout out to a uh, fan of the show, Sean, who uh, found this card and coined it the uh, famous line, uh, Data Booty. It's <laughs> very uh, good. At Gen Con this year. Uh, so, <laughs> we have voted Asawa Tadaka most likely to dance in a Beyonce video. <laughs> uh, also, a thing that we found on the list, yeah. by the way. Yeah. We did not make that up. Oh, yeah, this feels obvious. Um, Bayushi Kachiko. Mm -hmm. um, you gave me a couple different pieces of art. I did not pick the one where she's awkwardly standing in a doorway, and um, her boobs are, like, on the side, and it was, like, I don't think gravity works that way. Like, maybe she, no. like, put her bra on, like, wrong in the morning. There was, like, They're complicated. four different things wrong with the anatomy in, in that picture. Uh, I want to point out that you picked the only one uh, of, of her seven versions, the only one of two that did not have side boobs. So, uh, no, but I picked the one that had the thing that I complained about in our very first episode, her back tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. that's great. Thanks, Kajiko, yeah. her, her L5R artists. John Wick. Um, <laughs> his, yeah. I mean, like, I believe when he left the game, he said that nobody else was allowed to write anything for Kajiko. Uh, I want to no, say that that was... Gone. He's gone in Hidden Ember, and they're still writing her in Hidden Ember. Uh, yeah, but like, I, th I want to say that he wrote one of those. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. That's gross. Um, I mean, he may have said it, and then just people were like, no, John, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I really uh, hope so. Yeah. I hope that he shakes his fist about that still to this day. Yeah. Um, so she is the biggest gossip. Uh, yeah. Which, again, I feel like is a mean thing to say about people in a yearbook. Like, I don't... Yeah. Do people really vote people that? Uh, that would not at all surprise me. Um, I mean, it's high school. Everybody's mean in high school. Yeah. You could not pay me a million dollars to redo high school. Uh, Otaku Komoko. Yeah. Uh, she was one of the Thunders. Uh, apparently. <laughs> we found that Allegedly. out. Allegedly. Allegedly. We found that out at the end uh, when they were doing the Thundering. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we really heard of her before that. Uh, so we have voted her. Excitingly. This is one of my favorites. This is, this is a bit of a deep cut joke, but I'll, I'm a big fan of it. Uh, late for class. I'm just gonna put this down here. So, yes, um, the Unicorn Clan, they're there at the end. They show um, up. Yeah, like good for them, you know? They managed to brush their teeth and get here, and I don't know what else you want from them. Yeah. It's the best that they can hope for. Um, hey, it, it's your favorite, uh, Senor Muscles himself. Yeah. Uh, I mean, oh god. Yoritomo. Yoritomo, and this is a. a I'm, I'm real torn on this art. Um, this is, dear listeners, you will all know which art this is. This is the classic yoked Yoritomo art where he's got the, the comma out. Um, this is a. Is this famous a bodice? Is he wearing like a corset right here? Uh, like, yes. how does he get his hips like that? I don't know. That is not a natural human form. No. Uh, this is a famously popular piece of art. Like, Mantis fans fucking lose their shit for this art. <laughs> but That's because they're Mantis fans. That well, just explains so yes. much. Right uh, there. But I think it's a, I, I, I personally think it's a bit of a silly piece of art, personally. Um, it looks wildly impractical for actually using those weapons. Yeah, so I, that's the other thing, too, is, like, as someone who's currently suffering from, from some carpal tunnel, like, that is not good form, and, like, yeah. I bet his wrists are fucking killing him. Yeah. Um, which is going to make it really hard for him to lift weights, um, as we have given him the title of Gym Rat. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like that guy I saw at the gym wearing a shirt that said Alpha Elite. 
Um, and I just immediately wanted to throw up. Uh, who does that? Okay, this is this, oh. this one's <laughs> yes. my absolute favorite. This is okay. this is the one I am most proud of uh, in this entire thing. We found a list of superlatives that were meant for like kindergartners, <laughs> um, and we thought it was pretty great. I think there was one so that was like gonna, best one, line we're leader. Do, we're gonna do uh, the superlative first on this one. Okay. Okay. Um, so the superlative for this one is strongest speller. <laughs> okay. I don't know how I'm gonna put this down here. Okay. Strongest speller. And then, do you want to explain this card and why you picked this? Yes. So the strongest speller uh, that we chose, that I chose, is Togashi Yokuni, and that is because he is the Shugenja with the Shugenja with the highest force. Um, yeah, so he does have the Shigenja keyword, which I was surprised. Um, and also all the muscles. Like too, muscles. Some might say too many muscles. Too many muscles. <laughs> and um, six force. The only, the only cards in Clan Wars with more force are actual dragons. Actual dragons. Wait, is that? It's this one. That one. I don't know yeah. how to read these cards. Um, uh, they have seven. He has six. So there you go. He is the literal strongest <laughs> speller. Yes. He does spells. He's so strong. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I gotta stand up now. I'm, I'm very pleased with that one. Yeah, I think that that was a solid pull on our part. I'm gonna stick this up here because I got this sticky poster. Okay. We'll, we'll come back to this guy. I don't know what's up with his face. Um, we'll come back to it. Yeah, I don't know what his deal is. <gasps> oh, it's your boy. Yeah. Uh, my. If you are a right you know my strong feelings about. Uh, our next, our next friend, Ishikawa. Ishikawa. Um, those of you that don't look at the art, for these people that we see, you will probably be surprised by this very strange art of Ishikawa. It's definitely a bit odd. Um, yeah, he looks sad. Well, that's apropos. Yeah, that's true. Especially given the um, the superlatives that we gave him. Yeah. This is based, I think, entirely on the novel. Um. Because we remember we read it on the wiki and we were like, that's not right. And then we read the novel and we were like, that's yeah. where that comes from. Mm -hmm. um, we have given him the very friend zone title of best shoulder to cry on. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's just super into Kaede. And she's just like not into him. I, I don't think she's really into Totori either. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't but think so either. I, she deserves better and he's just a good friend. Yeah. He's there for her. If you did not listen to our outtake, from the last episode where we discussed how badly we want uh, an L5R AU where Kaede uh, marries Ishikawa instead of Tutori, I highly recommend it because that's a really fucking good idea and I want Yeah, we, we definitely asked for people to write some fanfic for us um, of those two together because uh, she just deserves better. God. Rokugan deserves better. Well, oh, another, man, two in a row. Of your favorites. favorites. Um, Kikita Toshimoko. Um, Living proof that you don't need to let age stop you from being <laughs> yoked, handsome, and also uh, this particular superlative. The life of the party. Yes. Famous womanizer and drinker, Kikita Toshimoko. Yeah. Uh, did he, he uh, also, like, when um, Hoturi was gone, yeah. didn't he, like, get real sad and just, like, party a bunch? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that like like that was gonna solve the problem. Yeah, no, Toshimoko's. I'll party so much, maybe he'll come back. Yeah, he's the best. <gasps> okay, I was, I'm so excited about all of these. We were we did a good job. Yeah, we we're did. so great. <laughs> we are so great. Um, Kuni Yori, creepy ass, handful of pockets, motherfucking Kuni Yori. I'm a little disappointed. Uh, oh no, this is yeah, this is the. The Clan Wars art for Kuni Yori. All of his later art is infinitely fucking weirder <laughs> than this one. But I restricted myself to the Clan Wars era before his face melts off and he stitches like the front of his face back on and he's just like a weird corpse head. Yeah, um, I think I'm, I put all of his art on the Instagram yeah. to like point out exactly how creepy he is. Um, so this one, he only looks mildly creepy. He, you know, he like looks like a dude that you would want to go to dinner with. He seems fine. Um, we we decided uh, that we were gonna give him cutest couple with that one oni that he's like always talking to in the hangout. Of the <laughs> um, I like that if you 
if you are not like a dedicated listener to our show, half of these jokes are going right over right, your head. Right. This is an extremely deep cut uh, episode here. They let us have a panel. I submitted it, and you, you could have said no. You did not. <laughs> so I think everybody can blame Tom for this. Yeah, and you're here, so you're paying for that decision yourself. <laughs> yep. How are we doing so far? May not <laughs> this is an hour of your life that you'll never get back. Ah. Nah. Okay, now we Hey, Jude, do you want to hear a joke? Hina <laughs> Casada. <laughs> uh, I still laugh at that every time. We're, uh, we're yes. fucking hilarious. Yes, indeed. Uh, oh God, Hina Casada. Um, Can you see? I can't even like see this. That's because like, he's too short for the fucking camera. <laughs> that's true. It's like there's like a circle around him, and he is not centered in it. No. Um, so like whenever you know, like I f imagine him like standing for his portrait, and whoever's painting it is like. No, I'm just gonna move him down to the bottom. We can maybe maybe the background is like more interesting. Well, that's because the crab don't have artists. They have to hire a crane to do it. So they. Always oh, get... that's true. A crane would not do yeah. do good art of Hida Kasana. No. Um, and I think I feel like this is rather than uh, fortune of was it persistence? Yeah. Um, this is a more apt he title. Brought, they definitely bribed. Tori into that one. That yeah. Like that. Um, so we decided that he can have a different fortune title. Yeah. He, he can be most gullible. Fortune of gullibility. Yep. Yep. Because he just like falls for everything Kachiko tells him. Yeah. She's like, just go take Baden Pass. And he's like, you know what? I think I should go take Baden Pass. Because um, a hot woman said I should. And she'd always listen to hot women. That never goes wrong. Or Kachiko in general. A person who is like notorious across Rokugan for being unreliable. So that seems legit. Right. I mean, she has been uh, involved in the death slash potential death of two emperors. Mm -hmm. Two. And people still let her around. Um, Matsusuko. Ah. Noted psychopath. Uh, totally doing okay. Matsusuko. Yeah. Um, I, I think... This art, this is... This art. Wow. Uh, Whatever you want to say about her depiction in the fiction. Can she unhinge her jaw? How is her mouth open that wide? Yeah. They, they nailed, nailed her, her uh, character with this piece of art. Um, I mean, she looks so angry, but it, like, I, I mean, it looks like bees should be coming out of her mouth, maybe. Yeah. Like, that's just off, just that off screen. That seems appropriate for her character. Like, angry enough to, to barf bees is... <laughs> Really, that's like, a new expression that we can use. I'm so angry I could barf bees. <laughs> that's yes, absolutely. But that seems very much like Suko's thing. So yeah, I mean, I think that this was not a superlative. That was we just were like, you know what? There's no other thing to call her. Yeah. Um, and so she just gets angriest. She's just she's just angry. That is her. Uh, we did say that. That is her one personality trait. I am angry. Yep. So that's all anybody knows her for. Um, we're gonna put this one over here. Um, okay, so this this is for the Elemental Council. There is no card for the Elemental Council. No. Um, so we just picked Isawatsuke um, because we felt like the art kind of went with uh, the superlative that we gave the Elemental Council. Plus he's a noted Maho enthusiast. Uh, yeah. Well, all of them are at this point. Uh, Suke in particular, though. Yeah, Suke's real into it. He's the one that at the end of at the end, on the Day of Thunder, goes full full hog on the, the Maho and has to be taken down by uh, Tadaka and um, Tsukune, so. Um, so this art is like him doing sparkly jazz hands, I would say. Yeah, that was my feel for it. Um, and so we decided that the Elemental Council, uh, the whole group of them, um, are most likely to start a band. Yep. It's that not a good like band. <laughs> um, I, what kind of what, what genre would that be? Oh, good question. Um, it's just noise rock, I think. No, I feel like they would start. The Elemental Council is not cool enough to start oh. an actual band. I feel like it would have to be like a cover band. Oh, you're right. You're right. But they would pretend it's original. Well, they, they would, would pretend that they were the ones that came up with it. Maybe like a like a ska ver a ska journey uh, cover band. Oh no, <laughs> no! Please never say those words to me again. Yeah, I feel like that's a, that's what we're talking about here. Ah, uh, another another favorite, um, 
It will surprise you to learn that this superlative did not come off a list. This is one of ours. You shouldn't have said that. You should have. You should well, have okay. let that happen. Maybe this. Maybe it will surprise. Maybe this will surprise you. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you have all seen it in your high school yearbooks. I haven't read them, so I. Maybe this is. It wasn't is in, in mine. Yeah. Okay. So we should say what this is um, uh, for people that are listening. Yeah. Oni no kaze, uh, who we have mentioned. Have we mentioned? Or is this uh, just no, one of our so. personal jokes I, from like. From real life. Yeah. Um, Oni no kaze is one of the elemental terrors. Um, yeah. The special oni that you love so much. Um, but there is one that do you have the description in that document in there that it's like yes. it looks like a yeah. a weird baby like an let undead me, baby. Let me read the description that I got for this oni. Uh, so we drew this out of a pack. We bought a bunch of cl uh, Clan Wars packs at Gen Con, and we drew this one, and it just about died over this art. <laughs> let me read you the description of this oni um, from I don't know an RPG book. I forgot to source this. Uh, deal with it. Oni no Kaze resembled a six feet tall dead baby bird and were able to hover just above the ground, rarely touching the ground unless they absolutely must. They would speak in a high-pitched grating voice and were prone to laughing for no apparent reason whatsoever. Um, I particularly like using ground twice in the same sentence, four words apart. That's some <laughs> A-plus writing there. Um, yeah, but this just looks like, it looks... When I originally saw the art, I was like, is that a naked pterodactyl in a bathtub? <laughs> um, and it looks like there's this scroll that I think maybe it's like eating, but it looks like they are just like jamming out singing in the bathtub, Yeah, is how I would describe this. Either that or he, if you put grapes in his hand, it looked like he was feeding himself a bunch of grapes. Yeah, maybe. Um, so we have come up with the superlative, sexiest pterodactyl. <laughs> Again, might have been in your, your books, wasn't in mine, but yeah. you know. Oh, this is also good. I'm so pleased with us right now. Yeah, I feel like we really crushed this. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, just just you wait. Um, next up, we have um, our least favorite emperor. Uh, okay. So far, so far. Sure. All right. Well, no. Oh, emperor. shit. Okay, you're right. And I'm a big fan of Fu Lang, so I wouldn't even make him my second least favorite. Emperor. Okay. So, uh, petulant child. Um, former petulant child. Former petulant now child. Now meat husk for my favorite commie. Yeah, uh, Hunter the 39th. Yeah. Um, and so we decided, given the story and everything that's gone on. Uh, fans on the internet who are right now raising their fists saying, there's no card art for Hantai the 39th in Clan Wars, bite me. Yes, I took this from uh, Thousand Years of Darkness, but we wanted a card for the Hantai the 39th. So. Well, I certainly wasn't going to draw him. Yeah. Um, we have voted him most changed, uh, specifically changed into Fulang. Yeah. Um, no longer human, can now snap people like a twig. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is this is probably my worst joke. Uh, I'm real proud of this one. Um, so this is we have. Hita this is another. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So we have Sukune. Um Noted real stupid brother yeah. of Hideyakamo. Uh, the one that there was like, I think he's starting to catch on. And it was like, yeah, because you're walking around with handfuls of pockets. Yeah. Your brother has a crab claw and you're marching with an army of undead. He might be catching on that you're into some maho. Yeah. Um, but, okay, I'm going to actually do the superlative I was just here. Yeah. Um, we, have, we have decided. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, so, I'm, I'm loving this. Um, we have decided to give him most team spirit. Play along with us here. Uh, we did not use a card no. for Hida Sukune. Would you like to talk about this card? Uh, the card we have chosen for Hida Sukune is the terrible standard of Fu Lang, which depicts Hida Sukune after he has been flayed and posted on the, stan on the standard after he was sacrificed uh, and turned into a flag. He is, yes. Yeah, so he is literally the flag of the crab army. Um, and I feel like that is a lot of team spirit to just become the flag. Yes. Just like you are the logo now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. uh, we didn't have one for this one. And um, uh, I well, just. I, I feel like maybe. We, I mean, we already did sexiest pterodactyl. So is sexiest lady snake. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she's got legs in this one. Yeah. Um, so this is just a sexy lady snake. This is. Um, we need a, we need a page. Oh well, you know. 
Yeah, I, um, I don't think we have a superlative for what a teleporting sexy lady snake is. Um, dear audience, if you have one, what we can vote a teleporting sexy lady snake, let me know. But I just wanted to have that card art. Uh, I chose three, and they're all bad. Yeah, well, uh, you say that like the rest of these aren't. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. It's fine, I didn't almost trip and fall. Um, yeah, we'll just, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Uh, hey Jude, what's yes. the cola? Uh, I still don't think we know. Yeah, the answer is who the fuck knows? Um, what we do know about the Colot, this is Colot Spy, is the card that I picked. Uh, it just seemed like the one that was maybe doing some. The rest of them were just like people standing around. There was like a couple creeping in doorways. Um, this is like looking through uh, somebody's desk or something, I think. Um, we decided they were most likely to invent a new form of social media. Yeah. Um, which they technically did later on. They used the Oni's eye uh, to transport messages. Um, it's, a deep, it's a deep cut. Yeah, that's a <laughs> silence in the room. And yes. Nobody knows, what nobody knows what we're talking about. That's fine. Um, you just, it's secret messages. Uh, Bayushi showed you. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. Um, but the more importantly, the corpse of Bayushi showed you. Um, he is undead. Shadowlands. Um, his and face is melting off right now. And he has, gross in multiple ways. Yeah, uh, he has two swords, so that's cool. I wonder which one of them is the basement sword. Uh, yeah. They look exactly the same. Well, that one's kind of old. Maybe it's that one? Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, so this is the corpse of Bayushi Shoju. Uh, and those of you who remember from the Clan Wars fiction, a thing that we really, really loved um, was one, when he came back as this undead corpse who had not been properly refrigerated yep. and decided, hey, I really miss my wife. I'm gonna get a little handsy. Yeah, I'm gonna get a little handsy. Um, so we decided he was the biggest flirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so this, was this one we found on a list? Uh, I feel like I wanna say yes. I feel like I wanna say yes because I yes, feel like this was. is- I remember that, yes Not was. a thing that we would have come up for with for ourselves. Um, so this is a really mean thing to put in a yearbook. Yeah. Um, cutest couple that never was. Uh, who the fuck does that to somebody? Yeah, congratulations on not dating someone. Right, yeah. Oh, look at you, you sad loser. Yeah. <laughs> you know who's a sad loser? Yeah. Bayushi Aramoro. Yeah. He's real into Kachiko. Now, I say that like not everybody is real into Kachiko, but like later on, when they're not even a clan, he's still hanging out with her and like hiring well, people for her. He ends up marrying and having a child with her body double. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a that's next level friend um, zone. Like Yeah. Yeah, so he can he can uh cutest couple that ever was. Aramoro yeah. and Kachiko. Cutest couple that only kinda was. Armor on Kachiko. Yeah. He wanted to pretend. Yeah. Uh, our favorite ninja in dress uniform, Matsu Hororu. He's wearing this, in this card art, he is actually in his white garb. White pajamas. His white pajamas. <laughs> um, and I think, uh, since he goes through the extra work, even on a regular day, to wear his dress ninja uniform, he's just putting in a lot of work he shows up every day, you know, mm -hmm. like not a schlub. Uh, he deserves best dressed. Yeah, takes a lot of work to wear pure white. <laughs> While you're sneaking around, yeah. yeah. Um, Yoko Junzo, man, what a hottie. <laughs> uh, he is an old skeleton guy with a mustache. I like that he can still grow facial hair despite not having any other like Organs? Yeah. Or I, that's pretty consistent with the Shadowlands. I feel like <laughs> a sweet mustache of some kind is pretty standard for the Lost. So for spooky, spooky creepers, mm -hmm. get mustaches. Yeah. I mean that checks out. I don't know anybody who's not a creep who doesn't have a mustache. That made sense. I made I made words. Uh, Yoga Jinzo, love him. He's uh, the first one to start opening black scrolls because he just misses showed you so much. Yeah. I'm so sad my boss is dead. I'm going to end the world. I'm gonna unleash a terrible horror that my family has sworn not to unleash. Yeah, um, start a play. Right, 
So I believe at one point he does have to steal one of these scrolls from several of them. Several of them um, from various places. Yeah, from the scorpion. Right. So we decided he was most likely to be found in a library. Is he supposed to be there? Definitely not. <laughs> um, is he uh, in line with the loan policy? Probably not. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm betting he does not have a library card. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think so. Uh, oh, <laughs> this one was very funny to me. Did you forget about that one? I did forget about this one. <laughs> That's a good joke. I thought so. Uh, Dairu. Uh, you may remember, or definitely not remember, from the Clan Wars, because I don't think it's in there. Uh, Bayushi Dairu is the son of Bayushi Kachiko, and definitely not Shoju. Uh, as it is pointed out in that novel, pretty much every time he's in a scene, yeah. Shoju loves him anyway. Um, so we have decided. Oh man, we're trash people. Where's my other sticky things? Do I have more? I don't think I have any more sticky things. That doesn't make sense. I do. Just kidding, I'm a little sheep. This is good radio. Um, we have decided. He is most unforgettable um, in that. Do they even remember that they have a son? Uh, Terry kills him. Yeah. Doesn't know he's his son. Never mentioned again. Never mentioned again. It's not, uh, It's only like mentioned maybe once that it possibly even no, is his son. It's literally never mentioned in Clan Wars. I don't know if we could ever find out where, but I feel like it was always just understood. Yeah. Well, so they. He, he's mentioned... Once it's mentioned once, I think, in Clan Wars that Dairu or that Kachiko had a son, Dairu, that was killed on the Day of Thunder or the, the, during the coup. Yeah. And then when when Huturi dies, there's that weird moment. Like they have a weird moment, but the whole backstory be about it being Huturi's son and all this stuff. None of that comes out until years later. Yeah. And I think it's mostly like laid out in the novels. So uh, I call shenanigans on that. Uh, he's, but he's a kid. He's somebody's kid, which means that he's destined to be forgotten no matter what. Um, because yeah. this game just like introduces children out of nowhere pretty much all the time. Yeah. Um, these are some of the most absent parents. Yeah. So, I mean, if ever you think, You're, were my parents there for me? You can just think, well, it was better than L5R. Yeah. Uh, which isn't saying much, but maybe maybe small comfort. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Amoro's son is the first child of a main character we're going to see that matters. Right, but we also all. don't know anything about like where he came from either yeah, it's no, just he like comes, Aramasu he comes out of nowhere yeah Aramasu comes out of nowhere like surprise in his number and then we won't see any children that matter until gold uh no cause Togashi has a son oh that's right I stand corrected yeah I wasn't Hoshi. wrong but I no yeah you're not apologizing for it yeah um certainly but you you, you have been corrected um I, we have a few more that we didn't have superlatives for so um, we'll make we, some shit up on the fly. Yeah, here. let's uh, let's see what our improbabilities are. Um, so we do have this teleporting sexy lady snake. Um, I don't know what to say about her. Uh, best legs on a snake. <laughs> I write. I'll write it down. Um, the next one that we do need to talk about here. You can hold cards for a little bit. Yeah, there we go. Uh, your favorite mass murderer and mine, Matsu Gohei, uh, notorious for butchering civilians and hanging out with ratlings and demon... Oh, um, that love to play deadly deadly pranks. Deadly pranks, yeah. Deadly prankster uh, demons. Not mm -hmm. demons. Uh, yeah, I don't I know. They were ghosts or something. Ghosts. Mujina, I think they were. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. He kills a lot of people and then hangs out with non-humans because I guess humans won't hang out with him because he's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He's most likely to be at the weird kids' table. Yeah. Um, biggest bully. <gasps> he is a bully. Yeah. He committed no, a genocide, and that's like the biggest bully you can do. Yeah. Fun. That's actually double appropriate because uh, the reason why he got turned into a mass murderer in the storyline is he was a card in the game that was super easy to roll out, like uh, first or second turn, and take a province with. So they turned this ability to like blitz him out and take provinces into an in-game backstory of him 
like murdering innocent civilians out of nowhere. That makes sense. You're like, you know what? We have an overpowered card in a game. What if we told a story where he just kills everybody? Yeah. That's and not just the men, but the women and yeah. the children. Yeah. That's one of those times when L5R, that's one of those things about L5R I actually really love is where they take a piece of the game and turn it into like a narrative thing. I like that about this dumb game. Um, what do we got next? Well, so I only have room for one more, so you get to pick which one. Who do you want to talk about? Let's do the brother. We're okay, yeah. We already dunked on Kayade. Well, that's, it was an arranged marriage. I don't think that that's her fault. Is it because she's a phoenix? I feel like she's already been dunked on, so. Uh, the Hooded Ronin. Plus, I think this art is fucking stupid. So. Yeah, so I want to talk about this. Why is he wearing a mask, or is that his face? Why does he have snake scales? On his cheeks. Is this an STD from a sexy lady snake? I, I mean, he's not really associated with the Ronin, though. That's what's wild about, or about, with the Naga. I don't know what he gets up to in his spare time. He has years where we don't hear about him. Yeah, no, he, he grew up on, in like a weird remote monastery knowing nothing about his own origins. And they just like surprise him with the fact that, hey, you're the Messiah. Come on over and save Rokugan on the Day of Thunder. And he just shrugs and is like, okay, me and my bird are coming. Yeah. A, his bird is nowhere in this picture. His <laughs> bird. B, he's got blue, blue glowing eyes, which is not a thing the story ever gives him. C, he's got a sword, not a thing that he's ever given in the story. And I don't know, four, yeah. I don't know what I'm on. Uh, he has mutton chops. Uh, that are that look like um, fucking scales. Scales or yeah, feathers. I don't know what rocks. I mean, like are they like the decorative rocks that you put at the bottom of a? Yeah, I, like, like he that. was like bedazzling. Yeah, he looks bedazzled. He's got like bedazzled mutton chops. It's the card is bizarre. There's so much going on. Way. It's a bit like it's almost like a Robin Hood kind of look, except with a sword. Yeah. But didn't he have a? He had like a staff or something, didn't he? Yeah, and, all and the a bird. Depictions. He looks much more like a monk with a bird and a staff. Like, in the story, that's kind of how he's depicted. And then you get this card art, like, yeah. Um, so, I mean, what do, we th what do we think for this? I feel like we agonized over this guy. Um, I don't know, worst mutton chops? I mean, is, that a, is that a thing? No. I mean, sexiest I mean, pterodactyl isn't a thing either, but it ought yeah. to be. Um, worst picture taker? I don't know. Um, yeah, I just hate the art. I feel like I don't have a good superlative here. Uh, we can just uh, we can just name him worst art. Yeah. All right. I mean, we, I don't know that that's true. Uh, but I've written it down it? now. There you go. Um, so he just has the worst art. I just don't understand. Again, is that a mask? Is that his face? Why do his eyes glow? Does he have a snake STD? These I are questions I need answers to. Yeah, I think that is a. Although he is not Those the most likely questions. to have a snake STD. That no. is Miramoto Daini, yeah. noted snake weeb. Yeah. <laughs> noted snake weeb. Yeah. I'm looking forward to getting to those. Well, looking forward might be strong phrasing. That fiction um, where he's like. There is a fiction at the end of Hidden Emperor, which we'll get to someday. Um, <laughs> if we don't die first. Yeah. Where he glories in his snake weakness and marries one of the Naga. Oh, and he's like, she's like curled up around him. She doesn't have legs at that point. She is still very much a snake. Yeah, um, well, like she can switch back and forth, so he gets the best of both worlds. Right, but like she's like coiled around him, and they're like weirdly cuddling. It's unsettling. It ain't right. I mean, yeah. I guess, I, like, who am I to say what you can or can't do? But I don't uh, know. Yeah, no, that seems real long to me. Yeah, so this is this is what we have for our Rokugan class of eleven twenty eight. Um, we'll take some pictures and put them up on yeah. Twitter or something. Maybe. Yeah. If you feel like it. Um, we keep promising to do things and then not doing them. Yeah. Just like L5R. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps promising to get better. Uh, yeah, we'll get there. No, I don't know. I can't promise that it'll get there. I don't know. I have rose-colored glasses, rose-tinted glasses about gold, but only because that go-to shows up. Yeah, remember when you said that novel was good? Yeah. <laughs> I am never going to let that no, go. I know you're not ever going to let that go. Never. Never. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that is indeed it. Anybody have any questions? About 
the, the class pictures or other questions? You can ask whatever you want. Uh, we have a whole other 20 minutes. I just had one question. Please. The product is falling. Oh, no. And I, I think I would like a, Amelia to address this first, but Jude, feel free to um, after mm -hmm. afterward because it's related to you. Uh, so in episode eight, uh, Mons Mantis and MacGuffins, you talk about the Ratlings, but then Jude, right after that, mentions that he has not read all the Ratlings supplements. Nope. So I'm um, really with that in mind. How does that? How does Jude qualify <laughs> for this without having read everything? Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that we have not read yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we are like, what, four years into 20 years of stuff? Five years? Yeah. We talked about this. I don't know if you listened to our most recent episode. Yeah. Um, we actually talk about our research process in our most recent episode, and it basically boils down to there's too much garbage. There's too much shit. <laughs> we read the fictions straight through as we're reading them, and then we often run into shit, and then we look at the timeline as well. And often we will find things like, oh, in... This year, something happened, but it's not referenced until five years later. In a flashback in a, monologue. Yeah, like. in a flashback monologue while they go to hikes with his boys or in this RPG supplement. So we'll go and we'll look at that supplement or something. But we often uh, will not read absolutely everything. It's certainly not the fucking RPG books because <laughs> these things are, I mean, they don't present linear narratives. They bury these weird factoids deep in like in this stat block for this character it makes an offhand reference to the fact that X happened and you're just like what the fuck like who who took the time so one of our many one of the many resources we use is the wiki which collates a lot of these dumb fucking details um, so we use the wiki uh, among various other things we read all the fictions we read all the we look at the card um, flavor text uh, and we have our timelines, but we also use the wiki to dig up the, some of these weird, obscure resources, and then we go look up the actual resource, the actual source when we get there. I think the answer to your question, in short, is that Jude isn't qualified to do shit, but he's going to do it anyway. Yeah. That's uh, that's the short answer to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll take that answer. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. So. Wow. He sounded so. What do you want, James? <laughs> so by your own admission, a lot of the stuff that you guys have. Yes. Yep. What is the single worst thing you guys have come across? The novel. <laughs> no hesitation. <laughs> is there like a single like concept or idea or something in there, or a piece of writing, something that's actually been like maybe you chuck the book across the room? What's the worst thing? I mean, um, like the like grossest thing or like the most trash thing? Because there's, I feel like there's that's a distinction that like we're having to make sometimes is that there are things that are you're like this is just there's, gross yeah there's fun bad there's like garbage bad and then there's like this guy writes like junk like junk aisle sci-fi erotica as well as this novel bad and the scorpion clan novel is is that second kind and it's like offensive bad and not not the fun bad um so that well, that one wasn't fun to read, um, and there's like a lot of stuff in there that I, on the reread, wanted to like just throw the novel away. Um, yeah, I wanted to burn it a little bit. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think like what is like the most trash thing? Like that God, that's like digging through a, uh, who? That's a needle. Yeah, there's in a so much. There is so much stuff in there. In there, uh, it might be. I think. My favorite, tr like, stupid trash thing might be the the the, the crabs and boats with crabs and boats. Crabs and boats would be at, near the top. Um, yeah, where they were like maybe getting boats from the mantis, but maybe in the mantis islands building boats, but maybe also yeah. they had crab boats and just the idea of a crab on a boat. Yeah, crabs on boats, uh, or uh, um, Kuniyori and his and his oni. Yeah, where uh, he's just like out on the beach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's another that that's high on my list. Um, those would be high on my list of just dumb stuff. Yeah. 
I'm trying to think. I feel like there was another one that like we just got really upset about. Um, I mean, we really did get upset about the elemental terrors and like yeah. how they were summoned through the power of friendship. Um, because of all of their powers combined in yeah. this Captain Planet bullshit, we could make an elemental terror of the void. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was pretty great. Yeah, and then they don't ever do anything. No. They, they show up and they're supposed to be these like mega oni and then they're just like, like they never show up again. They. Which is absurd because look at that art. Where is it? Over yeah. here. Look at this art. Like, how could you not want that card to come back? How were players not into that? Yeah. Uh, I would also nominate the entire book, Time of the Void. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck that book. Yeah, I mean, I do want to say that aside from doing this trash panel, that was one of our ideas, was how can we run Time of the Void? Yeah. Um, or how can we, like, make a choose-your-own-adventure out of Time of the Void? Yeah, that um, was one option, but that would have been so much work. Yeah, I think that's really where we landed on that, was like, oh, yeah. no, we have lives and day jobs and sanity to maintain. Yeah. Um, yeah. That would have been fun to do, like, a choose-your-own-adventure out of... So Time of the Void is, like, a lore book slash... Um, it's an RPG event, adventure. RPG supplement. This was, like, a thing that they did a lot in the early days of L5R, where you would have... They would take a period of time in L5R in L5R storyline, like the Day of Thunder, which is what Time of the Void covered, more or less, and, and shortly before that. And then they would have a supplement that ran through that time. And then they would have like stat blocks and like RPG scenarios, but then also like lore and timeline all stacked up through it. it the worst fucking layout you've ever seen. Like, it's so impossible to find anything. And yeah, because it's not like all the lores at the beginning, and then it's like, and now if you really enjoyed this, you can run this. And it's not an adventure. Like, that's the thing. It's not an adventure. It's a whole fucking campaign yeah. that you can run. Yeah, it's all campaign hooks and stuff. It's gibberish and gobbledygook. Um, and we read it yeah. with our eyes. Well, and it's like, when you're doing any kind of research into that era, Clan Wars, so much of what came to be known as like the Clan Wars lore comes out of this fucking book. Because at the time when it was being published, I mean, like the cards, very little of like the established lore was known. It was all stuff that people were inferring off of like flavor text and like the Matsu Gohei thing, where it's like that kind of stuff. So, Time of the Void really like made a lot of these facts concrete. So and they were we, bad facts. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what it comes down to, is if you're going to write a whole book of facts about the clan war, if you have, like, nothing to go on, because the cards have very little flavor text, there were not that many fictions, they had, like, we got upset because it was, like, reading the same thing over and over and over again, because all of those clan letters said the same thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, if you were going to write an RPG book that outlines all of these things, why would you not make up a better story? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They had a million chances to fix this. And they didn't. Yeah. So that time of the void would definitely be high on my list, um, just for pure hatred. Um, I would. I never want to see that book again. Um, and I'm glad that we're past it. I bought a copy at Gen Con. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> I was left alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have one. Okay. Okay. So this is by my count the 23rd episode y'all done. Yes. Y'all are coming up on 24 hours of talking about. How dare you? Mention, yeah. Not to mention all the, the research and outlining y'all have done. So, which I'm assuming is at least that. So oh, it's way more than that's, that. Okay, so let's say three days, like hour by hour, y'all have done this. So this is less of a question and more of like a wellness check. <laughs> <laughs> are we doing okay? Are you being forced to do this and do you need help? And are you okay? Uh, uh, the answer to that last one is, oh God, no. <laughs> no. no. Um, um, no, this, uh, there's a reason that we referred to this for months as that podcast we aren't doing. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. we kept saying, like, n like n no, we don't want to do this. No. We don't want to. Um, why did we do this? Because nobody else was doing it. I, I think people kept asking us the questions anyway. And we were like, well... Was this, did we, I don't even remember. Did we start this when we were still on the Discord? Or was it at, no, it was no because we just started this in January. Yeah. And I would left the Discord, like, the previous January. Yeah. We had no, we had literally no reason. It, but we, we've been talking about it for a long time before that. We had been sort of like joking about doing a, a podcast, but we didn't start it in earnest till well after we left. And 
Yeah, we named it last August. Yeah. Jesus fuck. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why we do it, man. Um, I think there's a level of self-loathing that we both have um, that we feel like we deserve this. Well, when you love a game as trash as, as this game, like you kind of have to punish yourself for it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I deserve this for liking this game. Yeah, that's um, definitely where I am. I mean, yeah. I, I knew that it was going to be bad. I knew that, like... We knew that this game was trash. Like, there's a reason that we named the podcast what we did. Yeah. We knew that this game was garbage. But I did not. I did not appreciate the depths of how. Oh bad it God! Was. Yeah, <laughs> I did not. There was nothing that could have prepared me for the horror that was this game. Yeah. What was it? What is it that I said to you as we were first planning? I was like, there. I'm looking for answers, and there is no answer here that will bring me peace. No, no, especially not in planned words. Um, I am finding Hidden Emperor a little bit better. Yeah, I, I think it's a lot better because there's plot threads that, like, they've already started to tie together before the last, like, ten pages. Yeah. Um, which is what they did in Clan Wars. They're like, oh, oh shit. Uh, hmm. All this stuff goes together somehow, right? Yeah. It seems reasonably competent. Like, the story team is actually, like, working together. And well, I think, it, like, they had a story team. It wasn't, like, four guys in a conference room doing this over sandwiches and cocaine. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, so, Yeah. So the answer, and, and we hate ourselves. No, we're not okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's too late. Save yourselves. Yeah. Uh, I think that's about all we got. I think that's plenty. Yeah. God, I think that's plenty. <laughs> too much. Uh, too much, some might say. Yes. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Uh, thank you for coming to our stupid panel, and I'm not sorry, but you should be. Uh, yeah. You owe us an apology for making us do this by signing up. If you hadn't signed up, we didn't have to do this. That's right. That's true. It's, uh, so this is your fault. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Garbage of the Five Rings is an independent production and can be found online at www.garbageofthefiverings.com and on Twitter at G5RPodcast. I'm one of your hosts, Amelia Antrim, and I can be found on Twitter at GingerReckoning. My co-host, Jude Vase, can be found on Twitter at Aramidic Jude. Sources for this episode and further information on the topics discussed can be found in the show notes. Thanks for letting us waste your time. We'll be back in two weeks.